You are higher than any other. Glory. You are higher than any other. Yes. You are higher than any other. Oh. You are higher than any other. Yes. You are higher Hallelujah. Jesus reigns over problems. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. All he needed to do to that centurion servant was to just say a word. Hallelujah. He just had to say a word. Hallelujah. All he had to do with that demon possessed daughter of that Syrophoenician woman was to just say a word. Just say a word. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, just say a word. Just say a word. Hallelujah. The mighty healers in our midst. Hallelujah. And Jesus says, oh, you're healed by my stripes. Hallelujah. You are healed. You are healed. Hallelujah. By the stripes of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus has the stripes, hallelujah, open, hallelujah, all for us to be healed, hallelujah, all those who look to him, all those who look to him, their faces became radiant, hallelujah, their faces were never put to shame, hallelujah, we praise you, we praise you, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, look to the stripes of Jesus at this hour, hallelujah, look to the stripes of Jesus at this hour, Oh, tell yourself, oh, his stripes are for me, hallelujah. His stripes are for me, hallelujah. Whatever disease you may have, open your mouth and tell yourself, and tell the Lord, Lord, you are wounded, you are wounded for my transgressions, you are bruised for my iniquities, and these stripes that you, Lord, bore on that cross, it's for my, whatever disease that it may be, hallelujah. Tell your, tell yourself, and tell the Lord that this disease, oh, is gone, hallelujah, because you bore it on your body. By your stripes I am healed. By your stripes I'm healed. By your stripes I'm healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the stripes of Jesus. Jesus said, by my stripes. Hallelujah. The word of God says, by his stripes. The word of God says, by his stripes. By his stripes. By his stripes. Hallelujah. His word can never return void. Hallelujah. His word can never return void. Hallelujah. His word can never return void. Hallelujah. Look to the stripes of Jesus. Whatever your sickness may be. Whatever your infirmity may be. Look to the stripes of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look to the stripes of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. His stripes are enough for us. Hallelujah. Your word feeds my hungry soul. Your word refreshes my pure soul. Your word restores my wounded soul. Your all I need. God has already given the word. And his word says, by his stripes, you are healed. Oh, by your word, I live. I believe every word of God. Yes. Oh, by your word, I live. Your word is all. I need 
Jesus, Lord, say a word. My servant shall be healed. And Jesus said a word. His servant was healed at that very hour. Hallelujah. He believed it and therefore he received it on behalf of his servant. Hallelujah. The centurion came. He brought his servant to Jesus. Not physically, but spiritually. And Jesus was able to heal his servant who was at home. Whatever your sickness might be. It is so important for you to believe 100% the word of God and tell the Lord, Lord, if you would say a word and that servant was healed at the very hour, your word is enough for me. Hallelujah. By your stripes, I am healed. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that by his stripes, you were healed? Hallelujah. That he bore all his sickness on his body. It is enough. It is enough. It is enough. It is enough. Hallelujah. Oh, by your I live. He said it and I believe it, yes. His word says it. Oh, by your word, I live. Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need. Oh, yes. Oh, by your
Jesus Like rivers of water You turn the heart of rulers You have Satan under your feet Yes, yes, you call the sun to stand still You hold the tight oh, yes And Jesus Like rivers of waters You turn the heart of fruitless You have Satan, yes your feet. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible for you, for you, oh Jesus. Nothing is impossible for you, for you, oh Jesus. Nothing is impossible for you, for you, oh Jesus. Jesus, nothing is impossible for you, for you. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus came after four days. Martha said, Lord, Lord, you came a little late, Lord. You came a little late, Lord. You've just been here before my brother would have died. Lord, he would have lived. You have just came in a few minutes earlier, a few days earlier, oh, a few moments earlier. He wouldn't have died, Lord. You came late. You came late. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is never late. Hallelujah. He's never late. Hallelujah. When he delays, it's for a greater purpose. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, he comes and he shows forth his glory. His will is for his people to be glorified by the Father. Hallelujah. The glory that the Father gave Jesus, Jesus gave it to his people. Hallelujah. And he says, my stripes are there. My stripes are there. My stripes are there. My word is enough. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. How many times people say, oh, my grandfather died at this age. My father died at this age. He had this disease. I have this disease and they have this disease. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, his stripes are enough for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For he bruised the head of the serpent. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent on the cross. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent. Hallelujah. 
sin, sickness, and curse. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent on the cross. Yes, he rose again victoriously. Oh, he rose again. Yes. Yes, he rose again. Draw me, draw me closer to the, draw me, draw me closer to the, draw me, draw me closer to the cross of Jesus Christ. Draw me, draw me closer to the, draw me, draw me closer to the, draw me, draw me closer to the cross of Jesus. Draw me, draw me closer. Tell the Lord, oh, draw me closer, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me get a fresh look of Jesus Christ. Oh, and the wounds that He bore for me. Oh, that I may believe in Him and receive what He has for me. Hallelujah. That I may never depart from the ways of the Almighty God. Oh, oh, He bruised the head of the serpent. Yes, yes. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent on the cross. Sing it out, sing it out. Yes. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent on the cross. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent. Jesus bruised the head of the serpent on the cross. And he rose again. Yes, he rose again. Oh, he rose again. Victoriously, he rose again. Draw me closer. Hallelujah. 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 May you get a fresh revelation of the cross of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. May you get a fresh revelation of the cross of Jesus Christ. What Jesus did on the cross for you. Hallelujah. What Jesus did on the cross for you. Hallelujah. He not only bore your sins. He bore all your sicknesses. Hallelujah. He was wounded. He was wounded. Every stripe that he got was for your sin and for your sicknesses. Hallelujah. He was wounded for our transgressions. By his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. If you can believe Jesus for your salvation. You should believe him for your healing. Hallelujah. If you can believe Jesus for heaven, you should believe Jesus for your healing on this earth. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. Just for a few minutes, meditate on what Jesus did on the cross. Hallelujah. Meditate on what Jesus did on the cross for you. Hallelujah. For your sickness, for your sins. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. By your death, I gain life. By your stripes, I am healed. You took my place on Calvary. And you paid the penalty on the cross for me. Lord, you set me free from the powers of darkness, from sin, from every curse, from every bondage. Oh, thank you, Lord. By your death, I gain life. By your stripes, I am healed. You took my place on Calvary. And 
Whatever insecurities you may have, whatever physical condition you may have, whatever emotional condition you may have, whatever mental condition you may have, bring it to Jesus at this hour and say, Lord, I'm sitting here. Lord, I'm standing here. Lord, this is what I'm facing. Lord, set me free. Set me free. Lord, I'm willing to go before Pharaoh. Set me free. Lord, I'm willing to do what you want me to do. Set me free. Tell the Lord, set me free. Set me free. Set me free. God was willing to do anything for Moses. Oh, because Moses wanted to be used of God. And God said, I'm going to anything and everything for you to make you stand before Pharaoh to bring the call of God or to fulfillment hallelujah he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion hallelujah and he will do everything everything that is necessary to bring it to completion he will do everything that is necessary to bring it to completion or he will heal you of your sickness he will heal you of your physical condition he will heal you of your mental condition he will feel you of your emotional condition whatever condition it may be bring it to Jesus at this hour Moses was open before God. Moses was open before God. Moses said, Lord, this is my problem. Lord, I have a problem. I have a problem. And God said, I am the problem solver standing before you. I am the problem solver standing before you. Oh, I am going to solve your problem. And I am going to take you before Pharaoh. Hallelujah. And Moses led the children of Israel 40 years without stammering. Hallelujah. He led the children of Israel 40 years, gave the laws of the Lord to the people of Israel confidently over the anointing of God for the anointing of God breaks the yoke hallelujah the anointing of God breaks the yoke hallelujah the anointing of God breaks the yoke hallelujah oh the baptizer the Holy Spirit the anointed one oh our Messiah our King Jesus is in our midst at this hour oh to break the yoke hallelujah to break every bondage hallelujah whatever your condition is bring it to Jesus at this hour tell the Lord Lord touch me touch me touch me hallelujah touch me at this hour break my bondage break my bondage what you did for Moses Moses, you can do for me. What you did for Moses, you can do for me. What you did for Moses, you can do for me. Open your mouth and tell the Lord, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Hallelujah. What you did for Moses, you can do for me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The mighty healers in our midst. Hallelujah. Our Jehovah Rapha is in our midst, hallelujah. The almighty God, the great I am is in our midst, hallelujah. Oh, the one who comes and he says, oh, why are you carrying this burden? Why are you carrying this burden? Give your burden to me, hallelujah. Oh, and take my yoke upon yourself. My yoke is easy and my burden is light, hallelujah. Oh, and I bear your burden, hallelujah. Oh, I am with you always to the end of the world, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, the very same God who stood before Moses is standing before you at this hour. He's standing before you at this hour. He's standing before you at this hour. He's standing before you at this hour. Hallelujah. And the Lord says, all I require is consecration. Hallelujah. All I require is consecration. Hallelujah. I will give you the tools to serve me. I will give you what it takes for you to serve me. All it requires is consecration. Hallelujah. Moses consecrated himself. Moses consecrated himself. What God told him to put away, he put away. Hallelujah. What God told him to put away, he put away. Hallelujah. And when he stood before God, God anointed his rod. God anointed his mouth. God anointed Moses himself. God anointed every part of his being. God anointed his hands. God anointed his rod. God anointed his mouth. God anointed him. Hallelujah. His total being. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. There was not a single man like Moses on the face of the earth during the lifetime of Moses. Hallelujah. 
because God was with him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And every weakness he had, oh, God took it away by his strength. Hallelujah. God took it away by his strength. Hallelujah. God took it away by his strength. Hallelujah. God is here to take away your weaknesses. God is here to take away your weaknesses. Hallelujah. He himself, upon himself, he bore upon himself, upon himself, upon himself, upon himself, upon himself. Hallelujah. Upon himself, he bore on his body. Oh, our sins and our sicknesses. Hallelujah. That we no longer be bound by those very same things. Oh, that he bore on his body. Hallelujah. He did not bear on his body so that we too should be bearing on our bodies. Hallelujah. Oh, by his stripes we are healed. 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 Hallelujah. By his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, tell yourself, I want to part with this sickness. I want to part with this disorder. I want to part with this pain. I want to part with this whatever emotional struggle. I want to part with this today. I want to part with this today. Those of you who want to part with this today, God says, I'm here to part the Red Sea for you. I'm here to part the Red Sea for you. If you're willing to leave Egypt, He is willing to open the Red Sea for you. If you're willing to leave Egypt, He is willing to open the Red Sea for you. If you're willing to say goodbye to Egypt once and for all, God is willing to open the Red Sea for you to take you all the way into Canaan. Hallelujah. Those who are consecrated to God. Those who are consecrated to God. God Almighty says, I will hold your hand and I will take you to the other side. Hallelujah. I will take you to the other side. Hallelujah. I will take you to the other side. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you can believe the word of God and say, Lord, I believe. Hallelujah. I believe what you're speaking to me at this hour. I believe what you're speaking to me at this hour. Lord, I believe every word as Moses believed. I believe, Lord. As Moses believed, I believe. Hallelujah. As a centurion believed, I believe. Hallelujah. As a Syrophoenician woman believed, I believe. Hallelujah. As the paralyzed man believed, I believe. Hallelujah. As the leper believed, I believe. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. As Jesus marveled at the faith of certain people in the Bible, such as the centurion, Jesus also marveled at the unbelief of the people who were at his hometown. Hallelujah. May we be people who cause Jesus to marvel at our faith. Hallelujah. Not at our unbelief. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. His stripes are enough for us. Hallelujah. His stripes are enough for us. His stripes are enough for us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. If you're willing to part with Egypt, he's willing to part your Red Sea. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, all is gone old is gone. I don't want anything to do with old. Hallelujah. Don't bring Egypt in your mind. Don't bring Egypt in your thoughts. Don't bring Egypt in your heart. Thank you Jesus. You can physically leave Egypt but if you carry Egypt in your heart it is the same as living in Egypt. Hallelujah. Being bound to sin and carrying sin in your heart is no different. God says if you are a child of God then all those who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord. Lord I want to move away from Egypt. I want to leave Egypt. Lord once and for all in my mind, in my heart, in my thought, in my action, my word. I want to leave Egypt, oh God. And I want to go to the promised land. Lord, I believe you that you will part my Red Sea. That which is impossible, you will do. And that which is possible, God wants you to do. Hallelujah. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that his stripes are enough. Thank you, Father. 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 Look to the cross of Jesus Christ at this hour. Look to the stripes of Jesus Christ at this hour. Look to the stripes of Jesus.
Jesus Christ at this hour. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. The mighty healer is standing before us. Oh, with his outstretched arm. Oh, he has wounds on his hands. He has stripes in his body. And he says, I'm here. I'm here as the mighty healer. Hallelujah. Oh, bearing my stripes so that you can see that. You can see what I already did for you on the cross. You can see what I did for you already 2,000 years ago. And you can just receive it. You can receive it. Hallelujah. It is time for you to just cash your check at this hour. Hallelujah. What Jesus did on the cross. It is time for you to take it. Hallelujah. What Jesus did on the cross. It is time for you to receive it by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The treasure house and the treasure chest of the Lord Jesus Christ is open. Hallelujah. It is open. It is for all those who would come and say, Lord, by faith, I will take it because Jesus said, come to me. All you are weary, you are tired, you have so much burden. Come to me and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. It is for all those who will take advantage of the invitation of Jesus, the call of Jesus. It will come running to him and say, Lord, I'm here to get rid of my burden. I'm here to get rid of my burden. Hallelujah. By laying it at the feet of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. My sins are forever forgotten. My curse is forever broken. You hung on the tree. You suffered for me. Just for me. Just for me, you died on Calvary, oh Lord of glory. Just for me, you died on Calvary. Where would I be without you, Lord? Just for me, you died on Calvary. How can I repay you just for me? You died on Calvary. Oh, Lord of glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Take some time in the presence of the Lord at this hour and meditate on the cross of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is so important for you to meditate on the cross of Jesus Christ at this hour. Think about what Jesus did for you. Hallelujah. Think about what Jesus did for you. Hallelujah. Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you so that you can be forgiven. Jesus died for you so that you can be healed. Jesus died for you so that you can be forgiven. Jesus died for you so that you can be healed. Jesus died for you so that you can be forgiven. Jesus died for you so that you can be healed. Jesus died for you so that you can be forgiven. Jesus died for you so that you can be healed. Hallelujah. He did not bear those stripes in vain. Hallelujah. And he said, that's enough. This is enough. This is enough. And he said, it is done. Hallelujah. It is done on the cross. It is done on the cross. Hallelujah. It is done on the cross. He came to end our suffering. Oh, that was started by Satan. Hallelujah. Jesus came to end the suffering. Oh, that began in the garden of Eden. Oh, that he brought, Satan brought sin and he brought sickness. Jesus came and he died on the cross to set us free, to end that suffering that began by Lucifer. Hallelujah. And Jesus says, you want to come out? You want to come out? I give you the key. I give you the key. I give you the key. Hallelujah. Believe on what I did on the cross for you. The key is the word of God. The key that God gives to every believer is the word of God. Is the word of God. When you take that word of God and you believe it and say, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. 
believe. Every stripe that you bore on your body is for me. It's for me. It's for me. It's for me. Hallelujah. God says, oh, receive it. Receive it. Receive it right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for healing virtue that is flowing at this hour. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There's someone here who has high glucose, high blood sugar level. Jesus is touching you right now. If you have high blood sugar level, Jesus is touching you right now. Receive your healing by looking to the stripes of Jesus. Believe him with everything that is within you. Believe him with everything that is within you. Believe him with everything that is within you. You're going to see that soon you will not need your medication. God will be bringing your levels down step by step. You're going to see that you won't need your medication. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I have come against this high blood sugar level. In the name of Jesus, I command it to normalize right now in Jesus' name. I speak, Lord, to that high Lord blood sugar levels, and I speak to it right now in Jesus' name. As a servant, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I command those high levels to become normal in Jesus name in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and I come against that hereditary sickness hereditary disease the disease that came from generational curse I break that right now in Jesus name in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and I break your people free from this high blood sugar level in the name of Jesus thank you heavenly father 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 give all your sicknesses to Jesus give all your sicknesses to Jesus give all your sicknesses to Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever metabolic disorder you may have in your body, Jesus is touching it right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I come against every form of immune dysfunction in the name of Jesus. Every demonic spirit that is causing immune disorder in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I curse every form of immune disorder, every form of autoimmune disorder in the name of Jesus. I curse you right now in Jesus' name. And I set your people free from every form of autoimmune disorder in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And I command this autoimmune disorder to leave God's people right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. 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 Lord, I praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wherever you are, just receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. Receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. Receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. The transforming power of the Holy Spirit. The resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. The healing power of the Holy Spirit is at work at this hour. Thank you, Heavenly Father. The Lord was present there to heal the people. Hallelujah. And the Lord is present here to heal the people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Let your healing river flow. Let your healing river flow. Let your healing river flow. Let your healing river flow from your stripes to your people, Lord. From your stripes to your people. From your stripes to your people. From your stripes to your people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's someone who's having pain in the calf area. God is showing me. You're having pain in the calf region of your leg and this pain is like kind of constant pain. It's It varies from dull pain to intense pain. Thank you Jesus. And the pain goes from your calf area all the way to your the foot 
the heel and at the bottom of the feet and God is talking to you at this hour and the Lord says God wants to heal you right now receive your healing by faith in Jesus name from the top of their head to the soles of their feet oh Lord in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I pronounce a healing virtue to penetrate in their bodies right now in Jesus name and whoever is having pain Lord in the calf region all the way to their feet Lord I speak your healing right now in Jesus name break them free from every bondage of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth every muscle cramping that you may get from time to time. Jesus is touching you right now. If you're someone who's been experiencing frequent muscle cramping, every time you get up, every time you move, you're getting cramps often. You're getting this pull in your body often. And you feel like something is wrong. Something is wrong with my body. I'm getting cramps too often. God is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, I speak your healing to the bodies of your people. Whoever is Lord, experiencing frequent muscle spasms and cramps in their bodies, I come against those demonic spirits that is causing this kind of pain, that is causing these spasms in their bodies. I curse those in Jesus' name. And I command their bodies to be made whole at this hour in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, to you belong all glory, honor, and praise. To you belong all glory, honor, and praise. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We look to the Calvary. We look to the Calvary. We look to the cross of Jesus Christ. We look to Calvary at this hour. We look to Calvary at this hour. We look to Calvary at this hour. We look to the cross of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did on the cross 2,000 years ago. It is so powerful, even to this day we thank you lord 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 jesus thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit lord we praise you praise you praise you praise you praise you god is also showing me there's someone here you have pain in your toes god wants to heal you you have pain in your toes thank you jesus thank you lord you have pain on the edge of the toes the nails and god wants to heal you right now because of that pain is radiating through the rest of your toes god wants to touch you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak your healing virtue to go in the toes of your people right now in Jesus' name. And whoever is, Lord, experiencing this pain is excruciating pain many times that they are not able to wear their shoes properly. Oh, I ask you that you'll touch them right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I release your healing virtue into the toes of your people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus, God is showing me that you're not able to wear your socks because it burns. Jesus is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak your healing virtue to go into those toes right now in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch them right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. And I come against this disorder in the foot, this foot disease. I curse it in Jesus' name. I take victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, whom the Son of Man sets free. Oh, he is free indeed. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the freedom that comes from the cross of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Abide in me and my words abide in you. And whatever you ask in my name, oh, it shall be done by my Father in heaven for you. Thank you, Jesus. When you abide in Jesus Christ and his words abide in you and you have his word in your heart, oh, that by his stripes I am healed. By his stripes I am healed. By his stripes I am healed. Whatever you ask, oh, through the stripes of Jesus, God will do it for you. For what he has done on the cross of Calvary, oh, he will take it from there and he will 
will give it to you. When you say, Lord, I'm here to receive it. He says, this is for you. Hallelujah. This is for you. Hallelujah. Tell yourself, healing is for me. Healing is for me. Physical healing is for me. Mental healing is for me. Emotional healing is for me. Relational healing is for me. Jesus paid it on the cross for me. Hallelujah. He paid the price on the cross for me. Hallelujah. His stripes are for me. His stripes are for me. The stripes of Jesus Christ are for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. 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 Praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, we commit our spirit, souls, bodies, and minds into the nail pierced hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we praise you, Lord, for all that you have done, oh Lord, this day. And all that you're going to do, oh Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. There's someone here. God is showing that you have breathing difficulty. Often you have congestion, chest congestion, breathing difficulty. And when you call off the phlegm comes and it it blocks your the bronchial tube and God is showing me at this hour wherever you are receive your healing at this hour in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth thank you father wherever you are receive it right now in Jesus name thank you heavenly father father in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whoever is lord having trouble breathing frequently that they have this issue lord father in their lord bronchial passageway where the phlegm keeps coming up and they are not able to lord breathe properly I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will touch them right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I come against this breathing disorder in Jesus' name. I curse it in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, every form of congestion be removed right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, cover your people with your precious blood. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for what God has done at this hour. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, your blood is enough for us. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. Your blood saves. Your blood heals. Your blood sanctifies me. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin. Your blood is all I need. Your blood saves, your blood heals, your blood sanctifies me. Jesus, your blood frees me from all sin. Your blood is all I
singing out with all your heart. Lord, for this time, thank you for bringing us into your presence. Thank you for what you've done in our bodies, in our minds, and our souls. Hallelujah. As you touched Moses, as you broke him free from everything that was binding him, so that you can release them into the call that you had for him. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for touching your people, Father. This day, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for breaking them free from the bondage of the enemy. Hallelujah. Oh, whatever was keeping them from moving forward, you have broken it, Father, and we believe it. Hallelujah. We believe it. Hallelujah. We believe it, hallelujah. We believe it, hallelujah. We believe it, hallelujah. We believe it, hallelujah. You have broken insecurities, hallelujah. You have broken physical illness, hallelujah. You have broken mental condition, hallelujah. You have broken all kinds of bondages, oh Lord, this day. We thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. 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 We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. And we give you all the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you for healing comes from your hands. Hallelujah. Deliverance comes from your hands. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Power belongs to you. Hallelujah. And we worship you, Lord Jesus. Oh, for being our generous father. Hallelujah. You're our generous father. Hallelujah. Oh, you're our generous father. Hallelujah. Oh, you flood us with healing. You flood us with health. You flood us with prosperity. You flood us with all kinds of good things. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want any good thing. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not lack any good thing. Hallelujah. Oh, in my body, in my mind, in my soul, in my spirit, I shall not lack any good thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for being a good shepherd, our generous Father. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Continue to minister to our hearts, oh, Father. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus, please be seated. Holy, holy are you, Lord. The holy. 
We thank you, Father. Privilege, privilege, Father, of coming to your presence. Lord, your house is where you are. You're here, Lord, and we thank you that we have been drawn by your spirit to come to worship you, Lord, to adore you. Lord, you met with Moses in the tent of meeting. You met with him on the mountain. Lord, you spoke to him, revealed to him your will. Lord, you revealed your nature of how you're holy and how you call your people to be holy. Father, I thank you that we're able to present our tithes and offerings to you. And you want it to be holy, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for providing for us all week long. Lord, every week we have no one to thank except you. Lord, if you didn't move on our behalf, we wouldn't have jobs. We wouldn't have employers who would give favor or give the paycheck on time. We wouldn't have the health and strength to withdraw that money and use it. Lord, we have nothing. Blessed God, we acknowledge you and everything you've given us, Father. We thank you, Lord. You only require a portion to come back to you. Everything belongs to you to begin with. But we thank you that we can worship you, not only with our tithes and offerings, but with our whole lives, our bodies. Father, as you spoke during worship, when we're willing to leave Egypt, you're willing to part our Red Sea. I pray that none of us would have any attachment to this passing, fading, perishing world. We'll be consecrated to doing your will, Lord. That our entire lives will be an offering to you. That's the only way we can change our generation for you, Lord. Bring healing and help that they need. We thank you for all these things. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please be seated. Praise God. We're going to turn our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 17. You know, God has spoken to us from this chapter, but we know he's going to speak something um, new from here. So we will turn our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 17. And we're going to read from verse 1. 1 Kings chapter 17 from verse 1. Father, we thank you, Lord, for giving the scripture portion to us at this hour. The word that you've just given to us, Lord, I commit this into your hands and I ask you, Lord, that you will break it and you will feed us, O Lord. We are hungry for more. Thank you for what you have done for us in our lives up to this point. And I ask you, Lord, that you will touch us in an even more significant manner. That when we leave this place, we may leave with the satisfaction that I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will open our understanding. I come against all the powers of darkness that are at work, that are trying to distract your people. I bind them right now in Jesus' name. I come against every demonic spirit of tiredness, every evil spirit that is trying to pull your people from focusing, from concentrating, from receiving what you have for them. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I ask you, Father, that you will rain down your manna upon us at this hour. We are here to receive, Lord, and you are here to give. And we thank you, Father. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Anoint every ear, Father. Open every spiritual eye. Oh, Father, I pray, may we have ears to hear and eyes to see, minds to understand, hearts to obey. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
I ask you, Lord, may faith arise at this hour. May spiritual appetite increase, O oh Lord, in the in the hearts of your people in the name of Jesus, that the rivers of living water may overflow at this hour. Oh, from the top of the heads of your people to the bottom of their feet, O oh Lord, I pray, the river of God may overtake them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever you have, O oh Lord, for us at this hour, Lord, I pray that you'll release it into our hands. For we don't know. I don't know what you're going to speak, Lord. Father, Lord, as I've just received the text from your hands, I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you will, Lord, minister to our hearts, Father, in a way that you alone can minister to us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence that is here, like an overflowing river, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We just choose to just stay by that river, Lord, so that we can be blessed by it, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We commit ourselves into your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word, not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We're going to read from verse 1, 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Verse 2, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook chariot, which flows into the Jordan. Verse 4, and it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. We're going to stop right here. God wants us to focus on the word commanded. God commands whatever he sees that needs to work on our behalf. Our Lord God is a God who is more powerful than the most powerful person on earth. Whatever he says shall come to pass, whatever he has commanded will happen exactly the way he has commanded. We're seeing here God's divine provision. We're God by his divine power, commands the ravens, not just one raven, many ravens. He's commanding many ravens to come and feed the prophet of God. God would have told the ravens, you take breakfast, you take dinner. And I don't know how many he would have sent, a whole bunch of them came every time morning and evening, and uh, he commanded them to come and provide for the man of God. Understand this. When he commands a creature, that creature obeys God. Creatures understand the voice of God. They can understand God's language. They can understand God's action. They can understand even the breath of God. That's how powerful our God is. Whatever you need, all you need to do is take it to God in prayer. 
and he will command whatever he needs to command. Move whatever needs to be moved in order to get what you need to get. Isn't that glorious? We don't have to worry about anything. God commanded the ravens to go and provide for Elijah. And what did God command Elijah to do? He told him, you go and you stay by the brook, Cherith. You follow my command and the ravens will follow my command and will come to you. Those who are willing to follow the Lord 100% will enjoy God's divine provision. Write this down. It won't be the way that you expect. It will be coming in an extraordinary way from our extraordinary God. Whatever God wants to do in our lives will happen in an extraordinary manner because we serve an extraordinary God. When he wants to provide for us, he will provide for us in whichever way he chooses. A lot of times we look at the mail, 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 we look at the bank account, or we look at our body and we try to see what it feels like or what the symptoms are. But we have to understand the Lord God who commands the ravens can command our bodies. He can command the sickness. He can command whatever is there and he can cause it to be removed. And he tells his people that you know what? I'm the Lord God who commands and it happens. If you are in me, he said, you too can do the same thing. If you look to this mountain and you have faith in God, not faith in yourself, but faith in God because he told you to do it. And you look to the mountain and have faith in Christ and not doubt in your heart and command that mountain to move, it shall obey you. You see the connection here? The almighty God, he says, I want to give my power to my people so that they can live a life that is God-honoring, God-glorifying. In what way is God glorified? Let me tell you this. Write this down. God is glorified when we obey his command. That's the first thing. If you want what you say to happen, you need to be someone who obeys what he says. Without me obeying what he says, nothing will obey me because everything I do has to go within his word. When I walk in his word and live according to his word, then because I speak his word, whatever I speak to, we'll listen to what I say because it's not my word, it's his word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. When that word from the mouth of God enters into our spirits and comes out of our mouth, it is bound to do something. Just say it in your hearts even at this hour, God's word is bound to do something. God's word is bound to do something in my life. Write this down. God's word is bound to do something spectacular in my life. In this month of September, God's word is bound to do something spectacular in my life. God's word is bound to do something miraculous in my life. It is for all those who would believe on what God Almighty has said. God commanded Elijah to go by the brook called Cherith. And it is for those who would obey the command of God and go and stay by that brook. He received the command for him. It was the brook 
Think about yourself and see what command has God given to you? What is God requiring from you? What has God asked you to do? Certain things are basic things that are in the word, right? We don't have to ask, Lord, uh, should I eat breakfast or should I eat dinner and should I not eat? Those are the things that we know. Can I drink? Can I, can I do drugs? Can I not do? Those are things we don't ask God. Our bodies are the temple of the living God. Right? The spirit of God dwells in this temple. He who is practicing sin is a slave of sin. Christ died on the cross to set us free from every form of slavery. When the son of man sets a person free, they are free indeed. He comes and he breaks the yoke of sin. He comes and he breaks those shackles. He says, I don't want any of my children to be bound to anything. By his word, he sets us free. So when he sets us free, it is so important for us to stay free. Write this down. When God sets me free, it is so important for me to stay free. In your mind, in your body, in your spirit, in your soul, when God comes and gives you deliverance, it is so important for for you to keep your mind free from everything. It is so important for you to keep your mind free from everything. God is speaking to our hearts today. Whatever you've been afflicted with, you need to tell yourself this. Lord, I want freedom. And when you give me the freedom, I want to stay free. I don't want to go back into the bondage. If God has pulled you out of sin, it is so important for you to stay out of sin. Not get yourself entangled in sin again. Elijah, the man of God, was commanded by God to get up from where he was after he gave the word. And to go and stay by the brook. And he said, I have commanded the ravens to feed you. Morning and evening they'll come and feed you. And God goes on further. He gives the instruction. He says, this is what's going to happen. And you're going to drink from the brook. This is something that God has spoken to Elijah. And before Elijah could see, Elijah had to trust God and go and sit by that brook. How many of us can trust God and do what God has told us to do? repeatedly the spirit of God was speaking to us during worship. The word says, by his stripes you were healed. By his stripes you were healed. How many of us are willing to take that word as it is and take it for ourselves and say that, you know what? I'm not going to not believe this even for a second. I'm going to be like Elijah. Elijah received a command from the Lord and he took it and he believed it. And he said, the ravens are going to come, so I'm going to go sit down. He never asked, well, Lord, um, can you just show me a sign? Can you just bring one raven in front of me right now so that I can be assured and I can go and sit? No. He needed no signs. A lot of times we are people who look for signs and say, Lord, can you show me this and can you make that to flip that way and can you have somebody come with a hat this way and, and and can you have a car that goes this way and and we ask God for so many things but we must understand God is looking for people who walk by faith and not by sight we are people who are in the covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ 
where God has called us to walk by faith and not by sight. When he tells us to do something, we need to do it. You know why? Because for people who ask signs, they fail to understand Satan can give signs too. When you say things, somebody has to come with a hat, he can bring five people with a hat. We have to go by what the word of God says. Not by how many ravens fly here and how many, you know, peacock is over there and how many pigeons are going over there. No. Has God given us a word? We have to be people of God's word and say, Lord, give me a word. If you want to hear from him, go for his word. Don't go for, let me see a blue car and a yellow, you know, river and this and that. Ask God for his word. Be a man or a woman of his word. You want to know something? You want to hear from God? Tell the Lord to speak, speak to you through his word. His word is all I need. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. For someone who doesn't know God at all, they may ask something and God sometimes does it. But we who know God, we need to go to God and we need to ask him, Lord, give me a word. You said man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. I need more of your word. We want to live a life full of joy, peace and satisfaction. We need more of his word, more of his word, more of his word. Now what happened over here? Elijah received a command from God and the ravens received a command from God. And we have to see what happens when a man or woman receives a command from God and obeys the command of God, what God does to such people. When God gives a command and we take his word and we simply believe it before we can see it. Understand this. The emphasis here is you believe before you can see. Believe before you can see. Write it in big bold letters. Believe before you can see. That's what faith is. Faith is not believing after you're seeing. Faith is believing before you're seeing. We need to have really adamant faith. We need to have faith that will really push against everything. The Bible says, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. What is that force? That force is really taking the word of God and looking at the enemy and saying, you know what, I believe no matter what you show, no matter how strong you may appear, the word is stronger and I'm going to use the word against you. I'm going to use the word against the circumstance. I'm going to use the word against whatever is coming up against me. God wants us to be people of his word. Elijah got the word from God and God said, go to the brook. After he pronounced famine, God is saying, I'm making a way for you. Go there. Without receiving any sign from God, the word was enough for Elijah. Don't wait for any sign. Don't say until I get the sign. If his word has been given to you, take that word, run with it, sit on it, breathe that word, eat that word, meditate on that word before you know that word will rain down miracles for you. If you want to see miracles in your life, become a man or a woman of God's word. Now, God commanded Elijah. Elijah believed God and he went and he sat where he was supposed to, where he was told. God commanded the ravens. And they did their job too. Every day they went and got their food and they went to Elijah and they gave. It was uh, no UPS delivery. This was Raven delivery. They all came with a nice black uniform and, and they brought their food and they came to Elijah. And he knew, okay, I can spot these guys. God already said, I can check their uniform. I know this is sent by God. And he received from them. He knew nobody's going to poison my food. No Ahab, no Jezebel, nobody's going to do. Ravens are coming straight from where? From the mouth of God, they received the command. 
When God commands and you obey, God will command on your behalf others to bring you your supply. Write this down. When you obey God's command, God will command others on your behalf to do what is needed for you. God will do it. So we don't have to look to the east or to the west. The Bible says promotion cometh not from the east or from the west. But it's God who lifts one up and puts another down. He is over kings. He's over kingdoms. He's over everyone. God commanded the ravens and he said, go take care of my man. Who is here who wants to be God's man, God's woman? Where you say, Lord, whatever you say, I will do. You want to be God's man or God's woman. We need to be people of his word. Whatever he says, Lord, I'm not going to think twice. I'm just going to do it because I know your word is true. Now let's just go to the next verse. After the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, he drank from the brook. He's content. He's doing the will of God. I want you to write this down. Very important. Be content in doing the will of God. Because discontentment is a temptation that Satan will bring. Morning and evening, ravens are coming. Every day, ravens are coming. How long, Lord? I have to just sit over here. I am bored. (laughs) Elijah didn't say that. He didn't say, Lord, I can't stand this famine. Why should I get punished? Why can't you, you know, have something? Maybe a lion can come. Maybe a tiger can come. Maybe, you know, some giraffe can come. And they can all come and talk, you know, like the cartoons. No. He was sitting. He only had one time in the morning and one time in the evening, some guests will come and they were all flying guests. They all came and they all had their raven language and gave their food and just sit by and they just disappeared. He was by himself by that brook. He was content where God placed him. Be content where God places you. When you're content where God places you, not in sin though, in the will of God, when you're content in the will of God where God places you, miracles will abound. By faith, you go where God tells you to. And by faith, you stay where God wants you to. With contentment in your heart. That I'm not going to allow the enemy to bring discontentment. Satan can bring discontentment. He can feel like, oh, what? how long I should be in this place. It's very important for us to say, get out in Jesus' name. I'm so happy. We need to be people who will jump and do a happy dance every day where God has placed us. You know why? All the other people over there, they are struggling with no food, no water because it's famine there. But for Elijah, God is bringing food through ravens. Biggest career service. Bringing grand heavenly food. Don't think he would have brought, the ravens would have brought some leftover from somewhere. No, no, no. These were ravens commanded by God. They would have brought food better than Ahab had in his house. God supplies his people. The Bible says he takes care of his people better than anyone and everyone out there. Even better than King Solomon who tried to take care of himself. If God gives the best for his people, every time God says, how much more will your heavenly father give good things? Better than, he compares the earthly parents to the heavenly father. And he says, I'm better than that. I'm better than that. If he can take care of us, better than the best parent that is out there. 
Imagine what kind of food Elijah would have gotten. Elijah would have gotten something big. We don't know. I really don't know how. It could have been maybe like five, six ravens or seven, eight ravens. Maybe they carried a big tray and they came. We don't know what they brought. We know it was good stuff. They brought good stuff to Elijah. And Elijah was full. Not a single day was Elijah saying that, oh, you know what? I wish I had a little more. No. God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. When you decide to walk the walk of faith, not by looking at your surroundings, but looking at the one who commands you to do his work. Elijah was doing his work according to his will. There's no lack. There's no lack to those who fear him. That's what the Bible says. The young lions do lack and the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Whatever good thing that is out there that needs to come to you will come to you. It will come to you. It will come to you. This month of September, God is promising us something very, very substantial. He says, whatever miracle needs to come to you will come to you. Whatever blessing needs to come to you will come to you. But are you willing to receive the command of the Lord and obey the command of the Lord and stay where God wants you to stay with contentment, doing the will of God? It's important for us to do the will of God. You should not get distracted. If you get distracted, you can miss the mark. Don't get distracted. Elijah was not distracted. He got the command of God and he stayed until the brook dried. Let's just go to the next verse. Elijah with contentment stayed where God wanted him to stay. Now it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Let's go to the Next word. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you again. Elijah receives another command from God. See, before God could command someone to do something for you, he will command you to do something that God is telling you to do. Always understand, if you want God to do the supernatural in your life, Be ready and willing to do what he is telling you to do in the natural. You do what you should do in the natural and he will do what he alone can do in the supernatural. Supernatural miracles belong to God. What he is telling you to do in the natural, you do it. So write this down if you're taking notes. I do what I should do in the natural and God will do what he will do in the supernatural. When I do what I should do in the natural, obeying God, God will do that which he alone can do in the supernatural. He received a command from God. He went to the brook. The ravens received a command from God. Miracle. Life of miracle. Now he received a command from God to go to Zarephath. And God is saying, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. How did God command a widow? Maybe she had a dream. Maybe she had a vision. The details are not given here. But we know one thing. God commanded the widow. God told her, I'm sending you a prophet who will come. And you need to provide for him. Why did God do that? Why didn't God continue to send the ravens? Why? Because God cared for this widow. God wanted to provide for this widow. In order to bless her, he is moving her to provide for the man of God. Because 
If God can provide for the man of God through the ravens, he didn't need the widow's help. But it is for the widow to have an encounter with the supernatural realm. God is taking the man of God to the widow. God commanded Elijah to go to Zarephath. God commanded the widow of Zarephath to provide for Elijah. When you do what God has commanded you to do, God will command others to help you in your time of need in order for them to be blessed. That's the glorious part. In order for someone to be blessed, God will move them to your direction so that they can provide for you in order for them to be blessed. Not the other way around. It's not like, oh, you know, I am giving to Elijah. No. It is because she gave, she survived. Not only her, but the Bible says over here, she, her son, and her entire family. Let's just read this for another few more minutes before we finish off. Let's just go to the next verse. God commanded this widow to provide. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. We'll stop right here for a minute. God has told him that the widow is going to come and she's going to provide. God has told the widow that the man of God is going to come. So both of them have received instruction. Both of them have been commanded by God to do something. When you do your part, God will do his part by moving all the people around you in order to do that which is needed for you. So you don't have to worry, oh, my boss, oh, my, you know, co-worker, oh, my, you know, whoever, my neighbor, my landlord, we don't have to worry about anything. If you follow the commands of God, God will move the hearts of people. God will command those who need to favor you, to favor you, to provide for you. God will do that which is needed. Can you get a life better than this? Tell me. Can you get a life better than this? A life with no worries, simply obeying God and royally being led of God? That you don't have to lack any good thing because you chose to fear him and have reverence for his name. And you simply do whatever he's telling you to do because you believe in him. That's the key. When you trust him with all your heart and lean not your own understanding, follow him with whatever he says. He is directing your path and you're following him because you trust in him. Everything will fall into place beautifully and marvelously. So now he comes and he sees this widow at Zarephath. Let's go to the next verse. And as she was going to get it, he called her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. He's asking for water. And it's a time of famine where you have scarcity. Beyond water now, he's asking for one more thing. Bring me some bread in your hand. It may look like this is too much. This is famine time. Water itself is scarce. Now he's asking for bread. Well, you must understand this woman was commanded by God already. She was commanded by God already. God in some way has communicated with her. Many times we see in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, especially people who don't know God, people who knew God, when God wanted to get something across to them for his people, he will speak to them in dreams. So she could have very well had a dream. We don't know. She could have had a vision. We don't know. But we know one thing. God commanded her. Now, he's asking her for water. He's asking her for bread. Let's see what she does. 
So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. You only see two people here. The widow and her son. Two people didn't have enough for themselves. Where is God sending Elijah? He's not sending Elijah to a big merchant's house. He's not sending Elijah to someone like Obadiah, you know, who, who had enough to take 100 prophets, 50 here, 50 there, and he provided food for them and drink for them, water for them every single day. No. He sent her to a widow who hardly had anything left because he cared for the widow. God is a father to the fatherless and a defender of the widows. He sent her to this widow of Zarephath. He already spoke to her. He commanded her. But you know, she had some fear in her heart. She heard the command of God, but she had some fear in her heart. That's the difference between human beings and ravens, by the way. You tell ravens to do something, they go and do it. But you tell human beings something, they're influenced by external pressure. Where? I only have this much flour. I only have this much oil. And you know what? Only a few sticks are there. So she's looking at all the circumstances. She already received the command of God. She knew the man of God came. She's not saying, who are you? You're a stranger. No, she already knew. She might have seen him in the dream. And when she saw Elijah, she thought, oh, this is the man I saw in the dream. She could have very well recognized by that. It happened to us actually when we went to, um, when we went to um, Bowery Mission probably three, four years ago. We went for a chapel service there. One lady, when she saw us, she was like crying and crying. And she said, two or three weeks prior to that, she said, I had a dream. She was someone who did not believe in God. And she said, I had a dream. And in the dream, she heard God speak to her very clearly, saying that these people will come, listen to whatever they say. Now, she actually saw us in the dream. So she was sitting, she was sitting, who was those Indian people? Who are these, you know, in, she was like every day, like, you know, whenever they had chapel, she was thinking, who? Would, and she was shocked when she saw us. And you know what? She, she accepted the Lord that day. She gave her heart to the Lord that day. God cared for her. See, God will somehow, somehow try to reach us because he loves us. He'll see whatever way he wants to reach us. He does everything in his power. That's how much he cares for us. He didn't say, oh, you don't believe and um, you're not a believer. So, you know, I'm only for people who are looking. No. While we were dead in sin, Christ died for us. So for her, she could have had a similar experience like that. She could have had a dream. And when she saw Elijah, she knew she's not questioning him at all. She's not saying that I don't trust you. And you know what? You know, I don't want you to come into my house. None of those talk. Her whole mindset was on the supply. This is what I have. This is what I have. Little bit of flour. Little bit of oil. Few sticks. We're going to eat. I saw a dream, but how is this going to happen? I only have a little bit. You know, just like Mary, when she had the visitation from the angel, she said, how can this be? So she would have had the dream in her heart. I know. I see. I saw last night, or I saw a couple of days ago, whatever it is. But how can this be? She's looking at her circumstance. How can this be? God is speaking to your heart today. 
whatever you are seeing right now, if you keep your eyes on the one who is bigger than your circumstance, he is able to stretch everything that you have in a way that he alone can stretch. It's not like, you know, you're making something with the old leftover and with that leftover you do a little more and with that leftover you little did more. You know, like Thanksgiving meal. Once it's done, you try to do all kinds of things with that, make sandwich with that turkey, make this with that, you know, do all kinds of things until you finish it. But this is something different. God is saying something very substantial here. Let's go with her fears, whatever she had. You see, God speaks something so precisely to this woman through this prophet of God. And Elijah said to her, do not fear. You know why? She's never seen a miracle like this. There's something brand new for her. When she was worried about what was going to happen, God comes so gently to her through this man of God and said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. That's how loving our God is. He says, don't be afraid. He said, go, do as you have said, but make a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and for your son. Only two people are here. Understand, only two people are here. Elijah come as a third person here. And God is speaking through Elijah. Don't be afraid. You're saying you only have a little bit left, right? For you to eat and die. Go ahead, do that. But before you do that, bring a tiny portion. From the tiny, bring a tiny portion for me. And then you both can eat. Let's see what happens after this. With the tiny portion she had, God was going to do something. Because she trusted in the word of God. Today, God is speaking to us again and again and again about something very important. Our faith in the word of God. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Very specific word now God has given. See, the command that came from God was for her to provide for this man of God. But the miracle was not told. How it was going to happen, God didn't say. But when she received him, and she didn't know how this was going to happen, just like how angel Gabriel spoke to Mary, the spirit of the Lord will overshadow you when the whole stuff, how this is going to happen, was revealed to her. God is revealing how he was going to provide for her through Elijah the prophet. And so he's saying, look, your flour is not going to run out. Your oil is not going to run dry. For how long? Until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. She saw the man that God was going to bring based on his command. He came. Now he came and he's giving her an instruction. She looks at her circumstance. When she saw the circumstance, the word of the Lord came to her. See, when you're in fear, when you're looking at your circumstance, how many times has God spoken to you? Tell me. When you're just looking at it, oh no, I'm so confused, I don't know what to do, oh Lord, I don't know what to do. And all of a sudden, God gives a word and that's enough. You take that word and you feel like all of a sudden, some some kind of a, um, tonic, right? That you drank all of a sudden, that you feel like you have that supernatural energy and strength. Because that word is from God and it does something to the spirit of man. It goes straight in the spirit, all of a sudden it imparts faith. Write this down. The word of God imparts faith to those who have ears to hear. The word of God has faith. It imparts faith. The word of God imparts faith to those who have ears to hear. 
very important. She had ears to hear. The moment the man of God said, she heard. When she heard, something happened to her spirit. Her fear departed. See, faith and fear cannot coexist. Because faith came into her, a fear ran away from her. When you trust in the words of the Almighty God, there will be no room for fear. When you trust in what God has spoken to you, fear will run away. Whatever fear that came, all of a sudden it will run away and will be replaced with faith in God. Let's just read a few more verses. Let's go to the next verse. For thus does the Lord God of Israel, the bin, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Now she's received a promise. Let's go to verse 15. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah and she and her household ate for many days. Where did that household come from? Where did they come? Think about that. It was only my son and I, we're going to eat, we're going to die. Now all of a sudden, household. Imagine a woman of faith. When she saw, she said, let me call my mother, my father, my grandmother, my uncle, my aunt, everybody come, 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 come. Because of her faith, her household left. Because of your faith, your household can live. God can use your faith to impart faith in the eyes of others. Where all of a sudden they are seeing overflow and overflow and overflow and overflow and overflow and overflow and overflow. A woman who had very little who was going to eat that and die, all of a sudden became a blessing to others. You want food? You want food? Do you want food? Do you want food? Do what? She had like tiny bit and she said from the tiny bit, the man of God is asking her a tiny bit. But the secret was from your tiny bit, when you give to God, all of a sudden, the tiny bit is no longer a tiny bit. There's a supernatural expansion that comes in that very household. What did God do here? Not only did she see the miracle working hand of God, not only did her son see the miracle working hand of God, her household saw the God of Israel who was alive. All they heard was Baal and Baal worship and Ahab and Jezebel's talk. Now all of a sudden they're seeing the works of the living God in that household. We may be bombarded with all the contents that are out there. What people believe, what people say, how people live. But do you know, by you trusting in what God has spoken in his word, God can use you to be a blessing, to show others that there is a living God. God can use you in the lives of those around you, in your own family in your own locality. There is a living God, the God who made heaven and earth, who is able to sustain us even in famine. Not just, oh, we barely, you ate one, one slice and today we'll share half. No. They all had enough. Plenty. They all went to sleep with their stomach full, stomachs full when many went to sleep. Empty, not having anything. When you have Jesus in your life, it makes all the difference. She had God in her house. The man of God was there. The presence of God was there. God was there. 
And how did she inherit the blessing that God wanted to give to her? By faith. Elijah became a blessing to Zarephath, the widow of Zarephath, because he obeyed the command of God. The widow of Zarephath became a blessing to her household because she obeyed the command of God. I know the ravens got their own blessings. But how about our blessings today? What God wants to do in your life. We should not be small-minded people thinking that, oh boy, famine has come. Oh no, I can't believe this. I have to go live by the, you know, how many people take the positive and make it negative and make their lives miserable and everyone around them will get the same miserable disease of murmuring and complaining. God wants us to be different. Be like Elijah. Be like this widow of Zarephath. God wants to do good for us. God wants to do good for his people. The Bible says, the Lord is mindful of us and he will bless us. That's our father's heart. He wants to bless us. He wants to do something new in our lives. He wants to do something impossible in our lives. To gladden our hearts. Yes, it is famine everywhere. But do we have God or not is the question. If we have God in our midst, then anything is possible. We don't have to worry. Even in famine, he will keep us prosperous. In the midst of a desert area, in the midst of dryness, even when the brook dries out, he is the Lord God who will command someone to take care of you. He is the Lord God. When you see everyone lose the job around you, he is the Lord God who will speak to your boss to keep you in your job. How many of you have experienced that? Yes, amen. He is the almighty God. Even when nobody has, nobody had toilet tissues. How many of you lacked toilet tissue during this virus time? No, we didn't. It's a big thing though. God is an amazing God. We did not lack anything. Jesus told his disciples this. When I told you to go and minister, I told you not to take anything because I was going to provide for you. Did you guys lack anything? Imagine you sitting next to Jesus and Jesus looking at your face and asking you. I told you to do this and I said I'll provide for you. Did you lack anything? Look at the compassion and the love with which he's talking. Did you lack anything? And And imagine their faces looking at the Lord saying, No, Lord, we didn't lack anything. If we obey the command of God. God will command others to help us in our time of need. If we obey the command of God, we will live in the supernatural realm. How many of us want to live in the supernatural realm? Not by what we see, but what by what God can do. See God do miracles in our lives. It's important for us to keep our eyes on his word. His word is all I need. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Your word keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to my mind your word heals my body 
To my past, 
Thank you, Jesus. Our faith also will grow when we trust in his word and obey step by step, step by step, step by step. Hallelujah. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Our food, our needs shall be met by God supernaturally. Hallelujah. Not by natural means, but by supernatural means. Hallelujah. Not by natural means, but by supernatural means. Hallelujah. We place our faith in the supernatural God. He will do supernatural things in our lives. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What privilege you've given us, O Lord, to be seated together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places, to walk by faith and not by sight, to walk the supernatural walk. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we hold this word dear to our hearts today and not let it go. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I cover this people, Lord, your people, with your precious blood. And I pray, Lord, for all those who are who have joined with us, Lord, online, that you cover them all with your precious blood. And all our church family this year, with your precious blood. That all through this week, oh, Father, they may exercise their faith, their faith just like this widow of Zarephath did, Father. And they may see miracle after miracle after miracle in their lives, oh, Father. And we thank you, Lord, for doing this. We thank you. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you. What a word from God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. His word is the supernatural tonic for our souls. Praise you, Jesus. It refreshes our weary soul, heals our wounded hearts, brings healing to our minds, for our bodies. Jesus. God says He is the beginning and the end. There's nothing He cannot know or see or do. Amen. And He's our Father. Hallelujah. Thank Thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Lord, we want to be like Elijah. We want to just do what you say, Lord. Yes, Lord. And leave the consequences with you because we know it's going to be good. Hallelujah. We want to be just like that widow woman, Lord. Father, she had an honest question because she never seen anything like this before. But when she got the answer, she went ahead and did what she was told. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for teaching us an important lesson over and over again today. That we must walk by faith. Amen. Not faith in our faith, but faith in the living God. Amen. Yes, Lord. Thank walk you, by faith and not by sight. Amen. Lord, I thank you for patiently, Lord, teaching us, Lord, schooling us, Lord, in this supernatural walk. Thank you, Jesus. That we have to stop trusting in what our eyes see. Stop trusting in what our ears hear. Amen. Stop trusting in what our bodies feel but trust in the word of the living God. You speak and it comes into existence. Hallelujah. In every area of our lives, Lord, we praise you you and thank you, Lord. Thank you, you, Lord, for this word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Jesus' name I thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you, give you peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. 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 God bless all of you and God bless all our online um, believers. God bless all of you. Have a blessed week. And all our church believers here, God bless all of you. Have a blessed week. Walk by faith and not by sight, holding on to the word of God. God bless you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.